KSOO. 4.15. The Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. And I am thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to have in the studio with me Mr. Charles K. Luden. I call him the Sioux Falls Poet Laureate. That's not a real title, but that's my, that's my show, so I can call him whatever I want. Chuck, thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Good to uh, be here. Uh, you know, do you get that a lot? Do people, you've become kind of, uh, I don't want to say bigger than life, but, you know, people come up to you and, like, take selfies with you and things of this nature. This happens, doesn't it? It has happened, yes. Is that disconcerting? Not always. <laughs> Depends on who it is. Exactly, yes. So uh, <laughs> I call you Sioux Falls Poet Laureate. You have been uh, the brief history of, as a, from my perspective, my brief history of Charles K. Luden is you were uh, a, a musician. Yes. And a drummer in No Direction, State Birds. Were you in State Birds? No, I was in Cordon Bleu. Cordon Bleu, and that's before, right. Before that, various country bands back in the 70s, late 60s. So you came up as a, a musician, but you've always been a poet. Yeah, I started back when I was a kid, and 1968, 67 time frame in college. Where'd you go? To, you went to Augie, right? I went to Augustana, yes. Yeah. Graduated you, in 1971. Um, did you grow up in Sioux Falls? I did. And where'd you go to high school? I went to Washington High School for the first year in 64, 65, and then Lincoln High School was built, and I oh, graduated that's right. from there in 67. Wow. So you've been through a lot of eras of the Sioux Falls uh, uh, music and sort of cultural scene, because then you you uh, published how many books of poetry have you published? Several. Several. <laughs> the one I always <laughs> reference is West of Venus, which yes. was sometime in the 80s, right? 86. 86. And for me, that was a, a, a big deal. I was, you know, that was in my high school. It still is. And it's still, I see it, if you go uh, search for it, you can find it online. Yes, I have some copies remaining, but not many. How many did you have to print uh, back in I the think day? there was a thousand of those. I did a hundred hardbacks with dust jackets and then the remainder paperbacks. I have a hardback somewhere, right? They used to be pop up at the, like the old bookshop downtown. Those are going way. for some good money on the internet. Really? Like how much? I've actually seen the paperback of that for sale for a hundred bucks. You so really the hardback? It's you know because they're rare now. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Now uh, it, the the West of Venus, a very influential piece in my life. I don't know what that says about me, but it uh, was <laughs> subtitled uh, uh, "Punk Pun- Love." Poems. Yes, punk love poems. What did you mean by punk love poems? Well, it came about because during that time in the band No Direction, it was kind of the punk rock movement. Mm-hmm. We kind of lagged the rest of the world a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what got us going, the independent music scene. And um, it's kind of a way of looking at the world, kind of a rebellious way of looking at things. Yeah. And uh, how? what would you call your... Your poems are often quite brief, right? You're they, not, you're not like an epic poet. No. Uh, to make things epic, I just string a lot of short things together. <laughs> yeah, that's it right. It kind of flows. And... Uh, so they were often uh, quite short, which was analogous with punk music, right? A lot of very short, powerful statements. Yes, and I, I got a lot of those ideas from reading the Oriental poets, who mm-hmm. were quite short in length as well as stature. No, <laughs> in size. But anyway, also 
the French Romantics, some of the Spanish poets. Um, I learned a lot from Robert Bly, Minnesota poet, mm-hmm. who says, don't use words you don't need. Yeah, You write something long and go through and cut out the unnecessary things and just get to the words that really mean something. So, like, for me, as a kid, going through there, it would be just, you could, you had one page, essentially, and maybe, what, 20, 30 words, often? It yes. was, they were, they were short, but you could really uh, ruminate on it, go back, read it again, take it apart, and try and, you know, think about it. And I think that that had, in terms of poetry, for me, it, that's why it had so much effect on me. You know what I mean? It was this kind of a singular idea rather yeah. than m- layers and layers of imagery. I kind of used it to, to leap off into things, mm-hmm. to get you thinking. Um, I've had people come up to me and quote me to myself. <laughs> Is that like, like, oh, about a year and a half ago, I walked into Bog Trotters and a couple of people at the bar were like quoting from West of Venus. And <laughs> I walked by and it just was interesting <laughs> you know, like, yeah okay. <laughs> that was different yeah yeah we're I here with know me. <laughs> we're here with charles k luden he is a sioux falls longtime sioux falls poet musician philosopher man about town and fool and fool there you go aren't <laughs> we're all fools yes Chuck. um so you've got an event before we go off too much you have an event coming up uh tell us about this uh it's on november 2nd tell us about the event well, on November 2nd at uh, Leonardo's in the Sioux Falls Pavilion, I'm going to be reading poetry along with the jazz band, the JAS Quintet, who is Jim Spears, Joel mm-hmm. Shotwell, Andrew Reinhardt, Dan Heyer, and I believe Alex Olt is going to be on keys that night. I'm not quite sure of that one. But I used to, back in the days of Touch Europe, did several evenings of poetry with jazz. And they just blow their music, and I get up and riff with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes for an interesting evening. Um, so it's kind of as a homage to that. The last one I did at Touch Europe was 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Nearly, actually, yeah. And, um, and the jazz members, band members, were always prodding me to, you ought to do one again, Charles. Mm-hmm. So finally we put it together. And so it's November 2nd at the uh, Leonardo's at the Washington Pavilion, 7.30 p.m., five bucks. But, you know, that's, a, that's an evening. They've got, uh, will, the, will the restaurant be open? In uh, they serve wine, pop, got beer, it. and uh, sometimes slices of pizza yeah. and some hors d'oeuvre kind of things. But they've been having jazz on Thursday nights at Leonardo's for over a year now, I believe. Really? And um, I've only missed about three of them. It's uh, something, to, something you do on a Thursday night at 7.30. Yeah, and that's for five right. bucks, it's like it goes, from, goes till 10.30. Yep. And it's, it's a nice atmosphere. Um, yeah. No fights, nothing <laughs> like that. <laughs> and the JAS Quintet, they've been playing a lot. Yes, they have. Uh, uh, last night, they were in, in uh, the Black Hills, I believe. Really? Cool. And how would you uh, characterize their music? Um, cool jazz, hot jazz. Uh, they do Miles Davis, Dizzy Gillespie. Thelonious Monk, they can do the classics. Um, they even make up or do some of their own tunes, mm-hmm. and they're very proficient. Um, so that's it. That's coming up in November. Right. Uh, but you do readings from time to time here and there. I do. Um, are you? Uh, what do you have? Anything else coming up? People can come and hang out with you. Funny you should ask. Um, <laughs> there's a Beatnik weekend this weekend. Yeah. Um, put on by the Blot Collective, uh, Sean Lister and his buddies. 
and they're doing it at Monk's. So there's going to be something there tonight at 8 o'clock yep. and tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Yep. And then tonight, I think at midnight, they got they may have a... Yeah, an impromptu. Yeah, at the uh, David's. Yep. And then tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, there's some presentations, and they're also going to show a film um, by Kerouac. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is Kerouac's... Um, birthday it's a, i think it was the release of on the road wasn't it mm-hmm. this yeah. is the 60th anniversary of on the road or maybe it's his birthday, I think it's his birthday yeah uh it's all like beats what what was that he, about he florida? Died in florida oh really i remember when it hit the papers i think rolling stone um published an article about you know there was a picture of jack kerouac with his plaid shirt and mm-hmm. you know he's gone yeah. how influential were the beats on you you came up a little bit after that, but you I, were alive. Yes, um, influenced. I've been influenced by everything I read and see and hear. Something grabbed me more than others. Um, what got me interested in the beats, actually, was in high school. My English teacher in 11th and I think it was 12th grade showed movies from PBS radio or TV um, called Portrait USA, where they had interview half-hour segments with... Uh, Brother Antoninus, mm-hmm. Michael McClure, Ellen Ginsberg, um, Lawrence Ferdinand Getty, people like that. And I said, well, that's kind of interesting. I bet I could do that. And being a musician, drummer, I was always interested in trying to write songs, but I realized, well, with drums, you can't really write songs too well because I couldn't play guitar <laughs> much at all. I tried, but um, I could write poetry, and I just kept doing it. And... The gist of the matter is if you do it long enough, it kind of becomes who you are or what you do. And I sit, I write probably enough for a book every two or three months probably. I've got 2,000 plus poems in my database at home on my computer. Wow. Wherever I have my computer at. It moves with me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I back it up on a memory stick, of course. And Right now I'm calling a book that's going to be released next year, I hope from the stuff that would have been a follow-up to West of Venus, um, stuff from the 80s and early 90s. Mm-hmm. What's your latest book called? You've just released um, one not so long yes, ago. Yes, Drilling the Hooves of Sheep. Grilling the Hooves of Sheep. There, yeah. Oh, Drilling the Hooves of Sheep. Yes, Drilling, yes. Um, drilling. Subtitle, Searching for the Real South Dakota. And I had this title, Searching for the Real South Dakota, in my mind since the 70s because being from South Dakota, you always yep. write what you see yep. influences you, and you you might want to be cosmopolitan, but where you live kind of develops you. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to come right back after the news with Dan Peters and continue talking with Charles K. Luden, Sioux Falls Poet Laureate. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Tomorrow morning on the Main Street Cafe, join us for the information you 